from the studios of Adventist World Radio in Pune. Hello and a very warm welcome to our international English service. In our program today, we bring inspiring music and interesting nature study. With more music coming in, we shall end our program with a message from God's Word. This is your host Sharad and I am Maureen and you are listening to Adventist World Radio, The Voice of Hope. Let's begin our program with a song. Hey 
You are listening to Adventist World Radio the voice of hope from Pune India and now here's a nature study First Peter 3:16 says having a good conscience that whereas they speak evil of you as of evil doers they may be ashamed that falsely accuse your good conversation in Christ Today I want us to look at the rattlesnake The rattlesnake is a much feared snake. There are many varieties, 34 to be exact. Only 8 species are not found in some parts of the United States. Rattlesnakes are not altogether bad. They will bite humans only in self-defense. They are helpful to humans by eating mice, rats and other small rodents. and pests when a baby rattle is born it has what is called a little prep button just a round tip of its tail after about 2 weeks when it sheds its skin the first time the first little button of the rattle forms each succeeding time that the snake sheds its skin it adds another segment to the rattle the rattle is made up of a number of segments that interlock loosely with one another to form a jointed string it is longer than it it is wide and it vibrates sideways the rattle noise is made by vibrating the segments rapidly about 48 times a second the segments strike each other and because of the rapid vibration the buzzing sound is produced the rattling noise is the snake's warning to say stay away the rattle is one of the most remarkable structures in nature there is nothing remotely rem- resembling the rattle in any other groups of snakes god did not make us with a rattle but we do have a conscience if we desire to go some place or do something questionable the conscience says you know you shouldn't go there or do that in your prayers today ask god to help you listen to the warning of your conscience you would not go near the rattlesnake if you heard its warning would you our conscience guided by the holy spirit should be our guide in our life today god will send his holy spirit to help us if we ask him ask him now thank you for the nature study we are sure our listeners enjoyed it to learn more on nature keep listening to adventist world radio 
We will be studying different objects of nature because there is a simplicity and purity in these lessons direct from nature that makes them of the highest value. The children and youth, all classes of students, need the lessons to be derived from this source. In itself, the beauty of nature leads the soul away from sin and worldly attractions and toward purity, peace and God. Dear friend, death, struggle, pain and violence were not part of God's original creation. Let's discover what was the world like when God created it. To know more on God's word, you could also write to us. Here's our mailing address. Adventist World Radio, Postbox number 17 Pune 411001, Maharashtra, India. You could also email us on adventistmediacenter at gmail.com. You may also follow our programs on our website awr.org slash English program. Before you hear God's word, here's another song. To 
Time to hear God's word. Hello and welcome friend. This is Sharad with you on AWR sharing God's word on the topic in spirit and truth. My dear friend, in word we are worshiping creatures by nature. It's why we were made. A glance around our world reveals a panorama of worship. Our culture alone includes an abundance of styles, a plethora of deities, a multitude of definitions and myriad motives my dear friend our text today is taken from the book of john chapter 4 verse 24 it says god is spirit and his worshipers must worship in spirit and in truth considering the central role of worship in the life of human beings it is our entire reason for being as well as the eternal activity of the saints in heaven according to the word we might do well to consider what god wants it to be like does he prefer informal or formal ritualistic or spontaneous noisy or quiet dignified or recklessly passionate nearly everyone has an opinion on these alternatives but they aren't really the heart of the issue what god desires most has less to do with how we express our worship than with the spirit behind it in our adoration of our creator god seeks inspiration and integrity sincerity and a spirit of sacrifice he wants our outward expression to match our inward attitudes He wants us not to worship ignorantly but to know who he is and he wants it to be real my dear listener herbert carson said to worship god is to realize the purpose for which god created us that's hard for us we fall into error so easily we are either too emotional or not emotional enough too rigid or too unstructured too self-conscious or not self-aware enough most of all we are apt to turn a worshipful heart into a routine behavior in the blink of an eye my dear listener what was sincere devotion yesterday is a performance for god's approval today what was once an act of passion is now an act of obligation our heart can grow cold faster than we ever thought my dear friend indeed what is your worship like is it a day of worship or a frenzied emotion that you can put on and take off is it limited to one style of music or a particular church most important 
Is it more than skin deep? God seeks those who worship emanates from deep within. He desires legitimate praise and integrity between heart and mouth. He wants to be the one we treasure most. Most of all, He wants you and all of you, dear listener. If you are able to go to church on a worship day, which you will probably will go, for most Christians, it's almost automatic and rightly so. But is it possible that our efforts to go to church for worship might be wasted? Could it be all in vain? Yes, before we even enter the church, the worth of our worship can be reduced to nothing because of the way we lived during the week. In Amos chapter 5, the Lord had some harsh words for those who attempted to worship Him while bringing with them the guilt of an ungodly lifestyle. His people were constantly angering Him by following false gods. When they assembled to worship the Lord through sacrifices and song, God despised their hypocrisy. In Isaiah chapter 1, God instructed His people that before they could worship Him, they were to cease to do evil, learn to do good and seek justice. My dear listener, what a challenge to us. Before we worship God, we are to put things in order by confessing our sins, seeking His forgiveness and then serving Him. Our daily walk with God and our obedience to His commands are the elements that prepare us for a good people. Anything less will lead to wasted worship. Dear listener, Frost says, O holy God, undone by guilt depressing, we come to thee, our every sin confessing. Grant us, we pray, thy cleansing and thy blessing. We worship thee, O God. Dear listener, worship that pleases God comes from an obedient heart. Dear listener, one of the most descriptive Pictures of Christian life in the Bible is of an athlete competing in a race. 1 Corinthians chapter 9 verses 24 to 27 tells us that discipline is the key to winning. In Hebrews chapter 12 verses 1 and 2, we are encouraged to lay aside anything that might hinder our spiritual advancement and to stay focused on Christ. And in Philippians chapter 3, verses 12 and 13, the Apostle Paul said, I press on, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. My dear listener, Monsell said, Run the race through God's good grace. Lift up thine eyes and seek His face. Life with its way before us lies. Christ is the path and Christ the prize. My dear listener, you can't make spiritual progress by looking back. So may the Lord give us endurance as we run this race of life. Help us not to wallow in past failures, but to be disciplined and to shun sinful ways. May we fix our eyes on the eternal goal set before us and keep looking unto Jesus. God bless you, dear listener, as you run this race in your life and in good spirit and truth.
let us pray. Our gracious and merciful Father, who art in heaven, we praise you and worship you as our God, Father. We thank thee for giving us life. We believe you will hear our prayers and praise. We are your children who go astray from you. May we be guided by the Holy Spirit to be disciplined in our lives so that we will have an obedient heart to worship you and to serve you. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen.
Plug into life, where you connect with the source. Are you at your wit's end? I have been there. During these times, we need to recall the story of the thief on the cross. You can read it in Luke 23. Sometimes, like this man who had wasted his life, all we have left is a petition. This was the real-life prodigal son who asked Jesus for an inheritance in the kingdom, even though he did not deserve it. Jesus, remember me in your kingdom. Who does he think he is? And Jesus, like the father of the prodigal son, runs to him, not with his feet, because they were nailed to the cross, but with his words. Truly, I tell you today, with me you will be in paradise. If all you have left is a prayer, you'll have the same answer. For more insights and resources, plug into Jesus101institute.org. That's Jesus101institute.org. Plug into With this, we have almost come to the end of our program. To learn more on God's Word, we would love to receive your letters on Adventist World Radio, Post Box Number 17, Pune 411001, Maharashtra, India. You could also email us on Adventist Media Center at gmail.com. We invite you to follow our programs also on our website. That's AWR dot org slash english program this is your host sharad and i'm maureen signing off from adventist world radio do join us again along with your family and friends until we meet again via radio we wish you goodbye and god bless you 